Life Audio. God's Word is reliable and without error. In His Word, He conveys His heart and His desires for humanity. He also uses His Word to point us directly to His Son, Jesus Christ, through whom we find salvation. In just a moment, we'll be reading today's chapter together, but before we do, let's pause for a quick message from the sponsors of today's episode. In the past decade, the Action Bible has helped millions of kids across the world better understand the stories of the Bible. Through vivid illustrations and fast-paced stories, children have engaged in God's Word like never before. Now, in 2024, there's a new edition, the Faith in Action edition with enhanced features. The Action Bible Faith in Action Edition has a new colored design, 230 Bible stories, and digital resources that will help kids grow in the knowledge of God's Word. These resources include hundreds of devotionals, prayers, timelines, maps, Bible facts, teaching videos, activities, and more. Additionally, kids will learn about seven major themes of the Bible. These themes include courage, faith, hope, love, service, trust, and wisdom. The Faith in Action Edition is the most complete illustrated Bible for kids. You can purchase your copy today of the Action Bible Faith in Action Edition at Sam's Club, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com, or wherever books are sold. Hi, I'm Beckett Cook, host of The Beckett Cook Show. I lived as a gay man in Hollywood for many, many years until I had a radical encounter with Jesus 13 years ago. Since then, I've gotten my master's degree in seminary and published a book called A Change of Affection. On my podcast, The Becca Cook Show, I sit down with fascinating Christian scholars and thinkers to address the lies of the culture and bring the biblical truth to bear on those lies. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for The Becca Cook Show on your favorite podcasting platform. You're listening to the Chapter a Day Audio Bible. I'm John Stonge, and today we're in Ezekiel chapter 20. And we'll be reading from the contemporary English version. Seven years after King Jehoiachin and the rest of us had been led away as prisoners to Babylonia, some of Israel's leaders came to me on the tenth day of the fifth month. They sat down and asked for a message from the Lord. Just then, the Lord God said, Ezekiel, son of man, these leaders have come to find out what I want them to do. As surely as I live, I will not give them an answer of any kind. Are you willing to warn them, Ezekiel? Then remind them of the disgusting sins of their ancestors. Tell them that long ago I, the Lord God, chose Israel to be my own. I appeared to their ancestors in Egypt and made a solemn promise that I would be their God and the God of their descendants. I swore that I would rescue them from Egypt and lead them to a land I had already chosen. This land was rich with milk and honey and was the most splendid land of all. I told them to get rid of their disgusting idols and not to sin by worshiping the gods of Egypt. I reminded them that I was the Lord their God, but they still rebelled against me. They refused to listen and kept on worshiping their idols and foreign gods. In my anger, I decided to punish the Israelites in Egypt. But that would have made me look like a liar because I had already promised in front of everyone that I would lead them out of Egypt. So I brought them out and led them into the desert. I gave them my laws and teachings so they would know how to live right. 
and I commanded them to respect the Sabbath as a way of showing that they were holy and belonged to me. But the Israelites rebelled against me in the desert. They refused to obey my laws and teachings, and they treated the Sabbath like any other day. Then, in my anger, I decided to destroy the Israelites in the desert once and for all. But that would have disgraced me, because many other nations had seen me bring the Israelites out of Egypt. Instead, I told them in the desert that I would not lead them into the beautiful, fertile land I had promised. I said this because they had not only ignored my laws and teachings, but had disgraced my Sabbath and worshipped idols. Yet I felt sorry for them and could not let them die in the desert. So I warned the children not to act like their parents or follow their evil ways or worship their idols. I reminded them that I was the Lord, their God, and that they should obey my laws and teachings. I told them to respect my Sabbath to show that they were my people and that I was the Lord, their God. But the children also rebelled against me. They refused to obey my laws and teachings, and they treated the Sabbath as any other day. I became angry and decided to punish them in the desert, but I did not. That would have disgraced me in front of the nations that had seen me bring the Israelites out of Egypt. So I solemnly swore that I would scatter the people of Israel across the nations, because they had disobeyed my laws and ignored my teachings. They had disgraced my Sabbath and worshipped the idols their ancestors had made. I gave them laws that bring punishment instead of life, and I let them offer me unacceptable sacrifices, including their firstborn sons. I did this to horrify them and to let them know that I, the Lord, was punishing them. Ezekiel, tell the people of Israel that their ancestors also rejected and insulted me by offering sacrifices, incense, and wine to gods on every hill and under every large tree. I was very angry because they did these things in the land I had given them. I asked them where they went to worship those gods, and they answered, at the local shrines. And those places of worship are still called shrines. Then ask the Israelites why they are following the example of their wicked ancestors by worshiping idols and by sacrificing their own children as offerings. They commit these sins and still think they can ask me for a message. As surely as I am the living Lord God, I will give them no answer. They may think they can be like other nations and get away with worshiping idols made of wood and stone, but that will never happen. The Lord said to the people of Israel, As surely as I am the living Lord God, I will rule over you with my powerful arm. You will feel my fierce anger and my power when I gather you from the places where you are scattered and lead you into a desert surrounded by nations. I will meet you there face to face. Then I will pass judgment on you and punish you, just as I punished your ancestors in the desert near Egypt. I will force each of you to obey the regulations of our solemn agreement. I will separate the sinful rebels from the rest of you, and even though I will bring them from the nations where they live in exile, they won't be allowed to return to Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord." Go ahead and worship your idols for now, you Israelites, because soon I will no longer let you dishonor me by offering gifts to them. You will have no choice but to obey me. 
When that day comes, everyone in Israel will worship me on Mount Zion, my holy mountain in Jerusalem. I will once again call you my own, and I will accept your sacred offerings and sacrifices. When I bring you home from the places where you are now scattered, I will be pleased with you just as I am pleased with the smell of the smoke from your sacrifices. Every nation on earth will see that I am holy, and you will know that I, the Lord, am the one who brought you back to Israel, the land I promised your ancestors. Then you will remember your wicked sins, and you will hate yourselves for doing such horrible things. They have made you unacceptable to me, so you deserve to be punished. But I will treat you in a way that will bring honor to my name, and you will know that I am the Lord God. The Lord said, Ezekiel, son of man, turn toward the south and warn the forests that I, the Lord God, will start a fire that will burn up every tree, whether green or dry. Nothing will be able to put out the blaze of that fire as it spreads to the north and burns everything in its path. Everyone will know that I started it and that it cannot be stopped. But I complained, Lord God, I don't want to do that. People already say I confuse them with my messages. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for the privilege to be able to look at this portion of your word together today. And Lord, we recognize that you had warned the people of Israel to not go after idols, to not worship detestable things, but to be sincere and genuine in their worship of you. And you sent them prophets to remind them of this very fact. But Lord, we recognize that the people went their own way, and we also recognize that we struggle with that same heart attitude as well. Lord, you've called us unto yourself through faith in your Son, Jesus Christ. You allow us to enter into your presence with confidence and boldness, and it's your desire that we follow you and serve you and trust in you faithfully in every context of life. So Lord, by your grace and in your power, we pray that you would make that so. And we thank you for the privilege of being called your children today. We commit ourselves to your care, and we thank you for all of these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Quick question. Would you consider yourself a founder, innovator, or trailblazer on mission to grow, show, and share your faith through creative pursuits like speaking, writing, or testifying? Perhaps even as an entrepreneur. If the answer is at all yes, I'd love to invite you to my Audible Gym, the Fit and Faith Podcast. I'm Tamara Andress. I'll be your trainer. Don't worry, this isn't a sweaty fitness podcast. This is where you will be mentally, emotionally, financially, and spiritually flexing as we endure, shape, and sharpen our skills to be messengers for the kingdom. Let's get fit in faith. <laughs> 